This is for the Alcazar, lost control, no one knows. Sing it for the can't come back. Sing it for the broken parts. Sing it for the just found out. Life is now upside down. If you're looking for hope tonight, raise your hand. Again. Craig, can you push guys in for me? Be great, yeah. Do you do whatever you need to do? That'd be great. So, good evening, everybody. Welcome. Lucky to have you guys with us. And uh, trust you've had a good weekend. It's a bit hot tonight. Yeah, I'm cooking. Uh, so, yeah. We need to pray for an air conditioning. I think that's what we need to do. We almost had one, and then someone ran away with the money, and then we didn't get one. So, savage, yeah. It's terrible, but we will keep that fan on tonight. So. <laughs> I got a bit of flack from last week, so that's sorry about that. My bad. Anyways, welcome. Lucky to have you guys with us, and uh, we're trusting it's going to be a lucky, lucky evening tonight. So let's open in prayer. Who wants to open in prayer for us? I think. Um, let's look. Who wants to open in prayer? Everyone's looking down. That's super awkward. Robbie wants to open a prayer. Robbie wants to open a prayer. Welcome, Robbie. Oh, and Matthew. Robbie and Matthew. Oh, you took it to me. Maybe, maybe just Matthew. You're a little savage. You ran quite quick there. You, quite, you move quite quickly. Yes, very. You move very quick. I thought you were much slower than that. It's a lovely day. And thank you, Lord. And you bless us. Our food from God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Father God, I just pray that um, you just bless this time as we spend it together in your name, God. Thank you that we are family and that you've called us. And, and even those guys that we haven't actually met next door and uh, next to us, God, that we, we're family because you are our Father. Um, and you've called us to, um, to as, as a church, to demonstrate who you are to the world, Father God. I pray that even as we meet today, that you work in our hearts and work in our, in our, in our minds, Lord God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Matthew. It's very cool, man. So welcome. Um, if you are visiting us, welcome to you especially. Hey, how's it? Lucky to have you guys, man. I forget your name again. Jethra and Labella. Arnella, sorry. So the fan gets me. I was like, I hate that thing. Anyway, so lucky to have you guys. You guys are leading Milton AM. So Welcome. Feel free. You're an elder in the house. Really good to have you. Do you want to say anything? Oh, it's good to be good to have you with us. So very lucky to have you. Please love on them tonight, hey? They're a really cool couple. Seeing you from a distance, but lucky to have you guys with us. Um, anyone else? Anyone else? I don't think anyone else is brand new, but welcome. Are you guys brand new? Are you brand new? Come on, man. Welcome. Lucky to have you, man. Did you get your free coffee and stuff? Awesome. There we go. Enjoy it, man. Lucky to have you guys. Those are the exit doors. If you need to escape, you just go. Run. We won't chase you. I promise. Crazy. Anyway, so welcome. Do you guys know where everything is? Okay, Kiff. Um, Everyone else should be good. So welcome. Lucky to have you guys. Someone said, yes, Tim. What's happening? What? Who? Oh, Sorry. It feels like we've met each other for like a hundred years. Welcome. That's the first time. My bad. My bad. Thank you. You saved my life there. Woohoo! Did you get your free coffee? Afterwards. Go for it. So lucky to have you. Sorry, I totally I just said hello and that was weird. So so tonight, this is the plan. The last three weeks have been pretty intense. God's been doing crazy stuff. Preaching's been quite heavy. Um, so tonight we want to just relax. We want to do some worship. We want to do testimonies. If there's a word, like the, a Bible, like scripture, that God has laid in your heart this week, um, during the worship, come let us know. We'll let you uh, just read it over us, because there's a, there's a few scripture that talks about bring spiritual songs, scriptures, read them over. And we just want to just have a, a family kind of chilled worship, testimonies, reading the Bible over us, time. And then whatever the Lord wants to do, 
He's going to do it, if that makes any sense. So the worship team might even pick up some of the scriptures that have been read and maybe sing that a few times. Or I don't know. We don't know. We just want to follow the Holy Spirit. But what we would, do want to do is just, just relax and just enjoy His presence tonight. So that's kind of the heart. How that's going to look, who knows. And then we're going to try to keep the service a little bit shorter as well because the deacons are making a fire, I think, as we speak. And there's going to be bra brookies for free afterwards with jam, I think, or whatever else they're going to put on it. And we just want to have some fellowship together and just fellowship with the Lord, fellowship and care with each other, and just, yeah, just build friendships, build relationships tonight. So if you knew, this is a good night to come, actually. (laughs) And so welcome. It is good. Steve, you want to do a finance teaching? We haven't done a finance teaching for a bit. We don't want to drop that ball because obviously we need finances to do kingdom. And so Steve is going to share, well, yours quick as well, uh, what God has put on his heart. <laughs> yeah, quick finance teaching as well. So um, if you guys can just put Mark 12, 41 to 44 up on the board for me, please, just so we can read it together. It's, a, it's a, quite a well-known scripture. Um, and he sat down, he, speaking of Jesus, he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums, and a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which makes a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty, and has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Now, the... You've heard this scripture quite a couple of times, I'm sure, specifically in relation to tithing. And since money represents our times and efforts, we can quickly fall into the mindset that other guys are able to contribute significantly more than you and that your contribution isn't really valuable at all. So we we can compare our tithing and our talents and our giftings to those giants around us and guys who you think are contributing massive amounts, be it of their time or of their talents. But God has called us to be obedient... Um, and good stewards of what he has given us, be it, in our opinion, a large amount or, in our opinion, a little amount. It's the obedience in giving that is required, not the quantum. So I just want to encourage you guys to, whether whether you believe God has given you a lot or a little, um, in your tithe, just be, be faithful in your giving, in your tithe, faithful in your contributions, in congregation, in community, and in use of your talents. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Steve. It's amazing. Um, and with that, um, we do believe in tithing. It's, we believe it. We actually need, over, we need to give with generous hearts and over and above. And so if you are a family with us, um, I want to remind you, if you're doing EFTs, just to put Edgemead PM as a reference behind it. Just We want to keep the health of the congregation uh, through that. And if you're a new tither, the boxes are at the back. Um, if you've got cash... We don't often get cash, though, but we're not allowed passing it around because of COVID. And just want to remind you that they are there if you want to give offerings and even tithes and that. And it's just to advance the kingdom of God. And so, um, yeah, thanks, Steve. I really appreciate that, bud. And then just one announcement. This Wednesday, which is, what is the date today? The Whatever this Wednesday's date is. Is it the 6th? Is it the 9th? So... We're going to have a combined community this Wednesday here in this venue. So all other communities are going to be, or in the homes, are going to be shut down. And we're going to meet here and gather here as a congregation. And the, woohoo, one person's excited. Yeah, like maybe three people. Yes, we're winning. Maybe four. And so one of the, one of the, um, the critiques that I got quite a lot of last year, which is a good thing, because we're always wanting to honor Jesus more and do better in leadership is, a lot of the guys didn't feel like they were in the loop of what's happening in the congregation. So obviously the leaders know, the deacons know, the community leaders know. But when it comes to the saints on the ground, there, there was very little knowing. So we were just running. And, and so on Wednesday, we wanna, I want to just lay out everything and just go, this is what's what, this is who's who, this is what's going to be happening, this is when we're going in outreaches, this is all that kind of stuff. And I think it's just going to be life. Um, and it's going to be amazing, and everybody can be on the same page, so that when we move forward together, there's no question in our minds, this is where we're going. And so it'll be a little bit of a different meeting, but I think it'll be a super important meeting to be at. So please could I ask 
with all of my heart that it's not a free, I get out of jail card and I'm just going to do my own thing on Wednesday. Come, because I think it's going to be vitally important for us being unified and moving forward as a congregation. Okay, so here, 7 p.m. in the building. We'll probably have some worship. I haven't, we haven't thought that far yet, but the worship guys will be here. But then just to lay it all out, and this is what's happening. This is where we're going. This is who's doing what. These are the community leaders. These are the deacons and all that kind of stuff. So I think it would be quite cool. Cool? Awesome. Um, amazing. Yeah, you guys are quite, that was quite much, much, much better sell than I thought it would be. <laughs> so, um, yeah, sorry, I'm just so tired tonight. <laughs> I'm just trying to dig deep here. Um, wish he maybe come up so long. I can't remember when we said the kids are going to go. Are they going to go right now? Okay, cool. So if the kids want to go before the worship starts, we're going to do that. And then while the kids are going out, um, did everyone get the message about us breaking bread together as a family? The guys, we bought extra. If you guys don't, you obviously don't have extra here as well. So you guys can just ziggy ziggy there. Does anyone not bring? Just, just so that it doesn't get awkward. Okay. Abigail, where are you? Babes, where are you sitting? Anyone else have extra? Babes, can we share the back here? Okay, we're going to share with you guys. We bought a little bit of extra things over there. Sorry, we'll put you on the group. Awesome. Hey, and you have some more here? Oh, there's more here too. Cool. So just hand it out for me so long so it doesn't get all... Okay, you guys will get some now. Fantastic. Just want to wait for those parents to come back quickly. Maybe just say hello to the person next to you and around you and stuff. Just don't make it. Just waiting for the parents to come out. Okay. Okay. <coughs> okay, maybe if you want to, if you want to stand with us or. If you want to come to the front, you're more than welcome to, or spray around the hall. You're welcome to do that. Amazing, Lord. Amazing, King. Maybe we can just uh, close our eyes together. If you want, you're welcome to raise your hands to the Lord. If you, just to maybe just focus. Uh, on his presence a little bit and the whole aim of everything is just to find him tonight um, one of the scriptures that um, I came across this last week and I've never seen this before I've read the Bible so many times it's so amazing that the Bible is so um, vast and complex and simple at the same time and one of my favorite characters in the, in the Bible is Noah just because Noah and the ark and that whole situation is a picture of Jesus and salvation um, for us. And it's almost random. If you, if you read it, it's almost like God just looks at this guy on the earth and it's Noah and, he, and he's walking with the Lord and he's found favor. But if you go to chapter before, it's not random. Because in Genesis 5 verses 28 to 29, it says this, When Lamech had lived 182 years, he fathered a son, and he called his name Noah, saying, Out of the ground that the Lord has cursed, this one shall bring us relief from our work and from our painful toil of our hands. It's quite a thing. He, so before Noah, and 120 years later about, Noah builds, his, he work, walks in that calling that God had called him. I've never seen that before. And I'm going, it's not random. <laughs> God's purpose 
and his plan is perfect. So put your name there. Before the foundation of the earth, he's called you. He knows you by name. He desires for you to walk on this earth with him. He desires to look and go, man, Brett, he's faithful. He's walking with me. He's a worshiper. Out of all these people, Brett, or put your name there. How kip is that? How amazing is that? And so, Father, as we come to you tonight, and as the service looks very different to what we normally do, Lord, we want to just pray, Lord, and just say to you that we love you, that we honor you, that we lift your name above every name. Thank you. Just as you called Noah, you called us. Thank you that just as you walk with Noah, you walk with us. Lord, I know and we know tonight that you want to reveal yourself to us through song, through fellowship, through the word read over us, through testimonies, by your spirit. And Lord, we are open for you to move like you want to move. We want to follow you step by step tonight with the hope and with faith that you can do amazing things. So as we worship, again, I want to remind you, if you've got a testimony, please come at any time that the Lord prompts you, come and we'll share it. If you've got a scripture, uh, Jody's here, Carl's here, myself, uh, Steve, uh, he's on stage. So just maybe the three of us tonight, any one of us, just come drop it. Hey, Brie, what do you think? And let's just follow the Lord and just... If you are lacking anything, just ask the Lord, you know. Um, And let's just see where He takes us tonight. Amen. Can we just close our eyes for a moment? just sing this simple song let's just focus on him I love you put this mic through these monitors as well please so they can hear what's happening that'd be cool can i go there we go um so i was reminded of act nine and saul is on the road meeting jesus and he's struck blind and his men lead him back into the city and he's busy praying and god um speaks to ananias and says go to saul and ananias goes i can't god i've heard these stories about this man And God goes, but he's the instrument I've chosen. And we just sang about how we can trust God. And so if there's a call that you are feeling, something God is asking you to do, a a destiny or excitement in you, but you're going, I can't, I'm scared, or it's too big, then respond and let's pray because God is a God that can be trusted. He's good. He's faithful. Okay, so we've heard the word now. It won't be as awkward this time. So if that's you, could you respond somehow? We just want to pray. Wonderful, Shannon. Just one, oh, a few, a few. Okay, okay. Just keep your hands. I'm going to do the same because 
So often living for Christ is so, <laughs> so massive. And without Him, we can't do it. Father, we want to respond to that word tonight. And we want to acknowledge in our hearts that you are the God of the impossible. You call what isn't to be. And Lord, whatever you are calling us to, whatever the giant looks like in front of us, Lord, we want to give our hearts to you again. We want to ask for more faith and courage to step in to the more of what you're calling us. To, even if it looks impossible, even if it looks like we're going to get savaged, <laughs> even if it looks like we're going to be made a fool, Lord, we want to we want to step into the fullness of what you've called us into. And so as you stand and as your hands are raised, just between you and the Lord, just you know what the thing is and just ask Him, maybe even in your own words, just God, give me the courage, give me the boldness. Because we don't want this to become a law thing. We want this to become a life thing. And we just continue to step into what God has called us into. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I've always identified with um, Mary uh, as opposed to Martha because I've always loved just like sitting at the feet of Jesus. And I think part of that has even been that I've always struggled with my attention, like very ADD. So I'm very good at like just zoning out, you know, just like enjoying the presence of Jesus. And it looks so spiritual and it feels so spiritual. And like, yeah, my heart is good. But I just feel like actually um, so often we look at that story and we look at the Martha and we're like, it just doesn't seem as spiritual. But actually I feel like even in our worship time, God's going to take us into um, a redeemed Martha, a redeemed version where actually um, we're not afraid of that burnt out striving that we've experienced before, where we try to do it in our own strength, and we're like, oh, no, I just need to go back. I just need to sit at the feet of Jesus. That's a safe place for me. Yes, it is a safe place for you, but actually God then wants to call you out of that place into something where you're going to, out of the grace that God gives you, you're going to now pour your energy and your passion, and it's going to look not the same as Mary sitting at the, the, the feet of Jesus. There's a season actually, and God's saying, okay, yes, you need to spend time at my feet, but now, now is a time to fight. Now is a time, even in your worship, like, it's, I almost feel like God's saying, like, I want to see your passion. I want to see your zeal. Like, I want to see that you, that you want it, that you're hungry. And Father God, oh, there's so much in us that's just passive in this generation. We just want to be fed. We just want to, you know, consume a culture, Father. And even in our worship, it's so much like, oh, I just want to, like, soak. Yes, there's a time for that, but I feel like God's saying, like, you're like, show me, show me how much you want it. Yeah, Father, again, we can't do this in our own strength, but God, stir us up, stir us up. We want to show you on our bodies to show you how much we love you and how much we desire you, God. I just wanted to uh, just quickly read a scripture here from Psalm 29. Just as an encouragement for you, if it is, if you did respond to that, you know, just that God is calling you. He's speaking big things into your heart. And there's this kind of sense of like, oh, I feel so small and afraid. And uh, just to remind you of who God is. So here in Psalm 29 from verse 3, it says, The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. 
the Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian are like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forests bare. And in his temple, everyone says, glory. The Lord sat enthroned at the flood. And the Lord sits as king forever. And here, this is for you. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. And Father, I just want to thank you that we get to, Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit, live lives that are worthy of you, Jesus. Lord, when we work together with you, Holy Spirit, and I just thank you, Lord, that we can trust in you, in your ability, in your voice, God, that when you speak, things happen, God. When you speak, we don't stay the same. We are transformed, Father. We change to be more like you. And we want to respond and say today, God, yes, that's us, Lord. We want to be changed. We want to be like you. We want to give you worship that is worthy of you, King Jesus, Lord. Help us, Lord God. Stir us, Father. Where we've fallen asleep, Lord God, we want to be awake for you, God, and for your glory and for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, Lord. Amen.
Amen. Um, just before Killian shares, I just want to throw um, something out to us. Um, we've just been singing about the holiness of God, that He needs to be everything and we need to be nothing. Um, and sometimes there's symbolic acts um, that we can do to show our submission to the Lord, if that makes any sense. Um, I'm just really feeling, I, we haven't done this for, for years, but if you're able, and if you're feeling like, yes, God, you're my everything, I want to be nothing, I want you to be everything in my life, because God's been speaking quite clearly, He's going, I called you to a huge purpose, but it's not through strife and our own ability that we're going to get there, it's by His Spirit and by who He is in us that's going to get us there, and and just a humility is an amazing thing of allowing God to work in us, if that makes any sense. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. You're welcome not to do this, or you're welcome to do this with me. I, I just feel like I want to kneel and get as low as I can before the presence of the Lord. Just before killing, just to share, just to say, God, I'm here, not because of me, because of you. But I'm, so I'm going to do that now. If you want to join, join me in that, you're welcome to you, killing because you have to share but it's just, be, just before she shares, God, we, we're not doing this because of a religious act or because somebody's asking. We'll be doing this because we desperately, desperately are in love with you. And Lord, you are our king and we are your children. And we want to surrender and quieten our hearts before you. And can I just ask, Kellen's going to share something that I think is quite relevant for one or two, maybe even a few more people tonight. And I think it's God's heart to you, this word for you. And you'll know because God will highlight it to you. And just, um, Lord, I pray that those, those people's, um, the ears of their hearts will be open in this moment just to, to, to see breakthrough in this area. What I'm feeling is um, there's a scripture that speaks of uh, God will leave the 99 and save the one. And I feel like there's one or two or three people here sitting here tonight. And I see a picture of your heart. Um, And your heart has a cable connected to it. And the, the source is Jesus. And the power comes from Jesus. And the healing comes from Jesus. And uh, the cable is disconnected from Jesus. And I see a heart that is disconnected from Jesus. And I feel strongly that the Lord is saying, you need to be connected in unity. You need to come before me in unity, together as one body. And you need to worship me from that place. Not from a place of striving. Not from a looking around at one another and and seeing mistakes and criticizing and and other things like that. But the Lord is saying, come, my church. Come, my love. I want your heart. So I want to encourage you, if you're sitting here tonight and, and you feel like your heart is disconnected from the source, I believe the power of God really wants to break out and move strongly tonight and and that His love and His victory and His healing will come. But I really strongly feel that if you're not having a heart of humility and connection to the source, you won't experience God tonight. So if you're even sitting here for the first time, and you're like, what is this girl talking about? I really feel, uh, come before your Father and ask Him, Lord, reveal yourself tonight to me. I had a vision um, as um, Monet was just um, encouraging us to worship God. It was quite hectic actually. Um, just saw the roof actually tearing open and heaven pouring in. It was just this light of and love that came into this place. And, yeah, it was quite hectic. Um, so, yeah, and, um, and I just had a sense that what we're experiencing is like heaven. It's, that's it. And it's... it's you, We've experienced, I've experienced, experienced heaven for a moment, just a glimpse of it. Um, so I just want to read a bit from Revelations 
um, nine verses. The throne in heaven. After this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And a voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby, and a rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones, and seated on them were 24 elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder. In front of the throne, seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. Also in front of the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. In the center around the throne were four living creatures, and they were covered with eyes in front and in back. The first, first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man, and the fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. Day and night they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Amen. So as we as we're on our knees and as we just um, experiencing the presence of the Lord, um, I want to ask, like, if there's anyone that that word um, that Kellen um, threw out that your you feel like your heart's disconnected to the Lord. One of the switches or one of the the ways to connect to Him is just um, coming to Him and saying, Jesus, I need you fresh in my life. I need to give my life over to you again. I, I need to, I want to be switched on. I want my heart to be connected. I want the, the Spirit to be moving through me. But we do that in a, in, a, in a way of surrender. And so I don't know if there is anyone or people that are feeling like that. You're feeling like your hearts are disconnected. You're feeling like, I would love this moment just, and Kellen might want to just like um, sing over you, but I'd love you to respond in faith, going, hey, bro, that's me. I want my heart to be connected again to the Lord. I want to know Him. So I want to throw that out. If, the, if you could just show me somehow, like no one else is really looking around. It's just kind of me at the moment. But if that's you, I'd love just to pray with you and uh, your hearts are just connected to the Lord again. So is there anyone like that here? Amazing. Thank you, young lady. Amazing. 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 Anyone else? Where? Awesome. Come on. Anyone else? Wonderful. Amazing. You've got a beautiful smile, by the way. The Lord's doing some cool stuff on you there. Anyone else? Greg. Amazing. Amazing. The goodness of God. Tim. Come on. Anyone else? Lacquer. What a, what a wonderful. I see that. Lacquer. 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 So I want to pray with us um, now and this is a supernatural thing it's not a physical thing it's it's something that only the Lord can do and so I'd love us to as a congregation just to pray and I, I want to pray a salvation prayer or a recommitment prayer okay so I'm going to do it too because I'm just feeling the spirit is so so yeah it's not a bad thing to say God I'm yours but maybe you're doing it for the first time we really just want to trust that the Holy Spirit shifts Tim, I'm trusting for you too, but even just some of the things we've been talking about just fits so well with where God is. Would you hear? And so, could, we, could I ask as a congregation just to build faith in those that are, have raised their hand, that are going, Brett, this is for us, or Ken, this is for us. And I'm, let's just pray together. Let's say, um, Father, we're here for you. Our hearts are open. And we want to connect to you again. So I lay my life at your feet, my hopes, my dreams, my wants, my needs, and all I desire is to know your love, to know your forgiveness. I totally surrender to you again. Here I am. I'm yours. Pour your spirit upon me.
Thank you, Lord. Love you, Lord. Love just how your spirit moves so powerfully and so gently. For those that have prayed that, those who responded, we really want to trust with you as a body, like that from this moment onwards, that connection, that light switch will be on. It doesn't mean that your worries will go away or the problems will just supernaturally dissolve, but it does mean that you don't have to do this on your own anymore, that the spirit of the living God is in you because you've asked him to come in here and to shift you and to change you. Amazing, amazing Lord. Amazing Lord. Lord, right now we just ask your spirit to just come and just rest, to shift and to change, to refresh and renew. Amazing King. Amazing King. Oh, it's exciting, man. just going to read from Psalm 37. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt you dwell in the land and you shall be fed. Delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth the righteousness as the light and judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not because of, of those who prosper in the way, because the, because the man brings wicked desires to pass. Um, I just felt the Lord saying, in that time when it's going through, when you're going through stuff, it's in the resting that he can work. It's not when we're doing stuff. And, and in the resting, and people know what you're going through, but... You can rest in him. It will draw people to him because it's only supernatural that can guide you through the hard times. I want to testify to God's faithfulness and how He's always there even when you don't feel it. So I've been carrying like a heavy with me for a couple of months and, um, and um, nothing's changed in terms of the way I believe or I serve, but I feel I've been like held back a lot. And um, it's uh, only in God's faithfulness in a moment of supernatural power that He can deliver you even when you don't even faithfully pray into it. And I just want to encourage you guys that uh, even as a by-the-by, even as a side note in a conversation to somebody where you want to just lay your heart down and surrender yourself again to God, that He can just free you in an instant. And um, I'm just so thankful standing here because I know that going forward, I don't have to carry this weight with me. And But I've been able to uh, explain it. I mean, even so in the physical, obviously, I've been held back the past couple of months by having to um, work many hours and feel like I've neglected my family and uh, my community but God knows the truth and things you can't work out on your own sometimes it just helps when you sit with somebody and you just confess things that are in your heart and and um, yeah, even when you feel lost it doesn't mean that somebody else is not willing to pray with you and see God's face in what you're going through so it's in the times when we don't understand what he's doing with us when we feel that we might be suffering, then He's there with us. And we don't have to necessarily understand what He's doing in our hearts, but just in a new way, surrender and um, just give our lives to Him. So I want to praise God. I want to praise Jesus for things that only can happen in the supernatural. 
when we can only be delivered by Him. So yeah, um, I just feel so reinvigorated and refreshed in the spirit and being able to serve God. And like Brett just said, it's not made my, all my problems go away, but it's made me able to face them in a new way because I know I'm not walking alone in them. So I just want to thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord, for <laughs> when you see that one set of footprints that it's actually you dragging me, kicking and screaming, not always listening, Father, but... But thank you, Father, that you are faithful even when we aren't, Lord. When um, we're not always willing to bring and, and submit everything to you, Father God, that you stick with us, Father. So, Lord, I thank you, Lord. I want to serve you with a new freedom and liberty, Father God. I want to worship you with every fiber of my body. I don't want to be held back in any way, Father God. So, And I want my life to be a blessing to others, Father God. So I just want to give you all the honor and praise tonight, Lord Jesus. And I want to encourage you guys. Please pray with other people. Don't be held back. Even though you still feel you're serving and you know what the truth is, it's just when the, when, when the word of truth hits your heart and it dispels the voice of the enemy, there's a new freedom and it keeps the voice of the enemy from coming in again. So. what Brandon was saying now about prayer um, like there's one thing saying that you're going to pray for somebody but there's another thing like being on the other side and being carried like you actually feel that you were carried by prayer um, so with my up on Tuesday everything went well um, everything according to plan and then in the late afternoon the one sister came in and she said oh your neck's very swollen and then she called another sister and then they called the doctor who was actually in the ward next door which never happens I mean they always like to take an hour to get there and then he was, on the, he was on my bed and he was on the phone to the anesthetist. And within 10 minutes, I was in theater again um, because it had started bleeding. But it's just, it's like the reminder of those small things that God's in the detail. Because every, I knew everybody was praying with me um, and for me. And it's those little things that the doctor was there, the anesthetist was there. And within 10 minutes, they were already draining the blood. Um, so like we must never say that we're going to pray for somebody and not do it. Um, it's those things that do carry us. And for praying for Yilta as well, um, thank you guys. I think Yilta's been amazing in, in carrying the family and doing the everything in the week. Um, and I do, I really appreciate all the love and the concern and the messages. Um, a special mention must go to the Beckers for going above and beyond. Um, but yeah, I do, I really appreciate it. And it's, it's that sort of unity that you feel... This isn't, it's not normal. Somebody out in the world doesn't have this. You don't wake up and you've got like 50 messages asking how you're doing. And I think it's, it's something special and we need to not take it for granted because it's those things that do make the difference. Just as, just as Brendan was um, speaking as well, I think it's in the vein of what God is saying in this moment, um, Jesus says, um, come to, to me all who, are, who labor and are heavenly laden and I will give you rest. Take, a, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And, and just, it's, it's that humility of us getting down and going, I think we miss it so often. It's so simple. It's just he becomes everything, we become nothing, and then things get light. And just maybe a tool to to help you, maybe on a daily basis. There's a wonderful guy named William Augusto. He's, in a, he's a Brazilian uh, musician, and he's on YouTube, and I think on, um, on Apple Music and all the Deezer and all of those, Spotify, or, I don't know, there's millions of them now. But he's a Christian guy who loves Jesus. But he, but he makes music without words. It's just synthesizing. It's very much like this, actually. But he's got a theme for every song. And I'm, I was saying to the deacons the other, on a deacons meeting, I'm not a natural song worship person. Like, I find it very hard. I know it sounds terrible. I find it very hard to actually worship with music. It's like this weird... I've always been like this. Um, and so on a daily basis, I'm trying to force myself. I know it sounds horrible force myself to worship with song because it's just not my natural de default you know and I found him 
very helpful because there's no words. Because I feel like my mind's so cluttered all the time. It's that wherever I put it on, that, that the Spirit of God just comes. And just there's this, this wonderful, it's like it opens up the heavens actually for me. So I don't know, I just want to, we don't just say a lot of stuff and then go, hey, like work it out for yourself. But William Augusto is an amazing artist. There's something on his music. It's just such a breakthrough for me. And I'm learning how to be a worshiper in song and in singing and, and music. It's just not my natural. I, I, I can listen to the Bible until the cows come home. You know, I can listen to theology. I can do all those things. It's just not naturally. And that's just been a breakthrough. And I found so much freedom for myself and just you know, breaking myself to, to, to worship in that way. Um, so I think we want to move into breaking our bread quickly. And, well, not quickly, but just I think that's a natural progression. And shame, well, James, shame, he's had a roller coaster day to me. I think I'm a little bit harsh on him. Anyways, maybe he rebuked me when you left this afternoon. So just so you know, I got beaten. But um, you were supposed to do the finest teaching, and then we're chatting, and it just like, didn't sound like you know, shit. I didn't know if it was God's heart. And then I said, oh, why didn't you do the communion part, the breaking bread part? Because he. He really dropped something like profound on me this morning. And then Shane came, comes to me and he's like, I can't share anymore. God's telling me to keep quiet. Shane, I love you, man. You did great. You and Kellen are really doing great. Uh, but he dropped this on me this morning. Yes, and I'm like, again, I'm like, you, see, you know, when Melchizedek, what, when is it? Genesis? Genesis 18. 14, 18. Can you put that up maybe? Genesis 14, 18. It's such a profound... Um, Thing. So Melchizedek was a priest without, he wasn't born. He was just like anomaly in the Old Testament. He was this special priest. Like a, like, and, and Jesus is in Hebrews is actually likened to Melchizedek. Without genealogy, without beginning, without end. It's a, it's a picture of Christ in the Old Testament. It's this beautiful thing. And when Abraham saw him, he was, he was undone. He was just like, there's something different about you. There's something godly about you. And he gave a tenth of everything that he had to him. Just because he just had to. And uh, um, and this is the, the scripture that James dropped to me. He said, And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine to Abraham. Isn't that a strange thing to do? <laughs> there's just been this massive like victory. And there's so many other things that he could have done when he met Abraham. <laughs> it says he brought bread and wine. And then you jump to the New Testament and Jesus became the bread and the wine. And Hebrews talks about Jesus being our high priest, that he made a sacrifice once and for all, never to be done again. And he's likened, it's just like when he dropped it on me, I was like, yo, young 23 year old is schooling me in the Bible, you know. And, and Will always said, um, I'm going to get it wrong now. The New Testament is concealed in the Old Testament, and the Old Testament reveals is revealed in the New Testament. I think that's what he said, something like that. And the point is, it's not two different entities. It's they're both one. They're both pointing to Jesus, our Savior. They're both pointing to the redemption point where Jesus became the perfect sacrifice once and for all, never to be done again. And we are called to do it in remembrance, to break bread like this, in remembrance of his glory, of his goodness, of his heart, connecting to our hearts, of the taking away of our sin. <laughs> and it's just so crazy. He brought bread and wine. And I think it's a wonderful picture of the sacrifice that Christ would have made and was going to make in the future. So I've just, again, it's just like these little gems that the word's just popping out into us. And so we're going to break bread. We're going to eat bread together. We're going to drink grape juice together in remembrance of Jesus' body and his blood that was washed clean. And could I ask you, if you don't believe in Jesus, please don't do this because the Bible is very clear. You can only do this in remembrance of what he's done. And so if you're not a believer of Jesus Christ, it's an exclusive thing, actually. You can't remember something that Jesus didn't do for you. <laughs> but if you want to give your life to Jesus, you're welcome to in this moment. You can. You can say, Jesus, I want you to take my life. I surrender. Forgive me of my sin. I, I believe in you. I believe that you've come to die for my sin. And confessing with your heart, mouth and believing in your heart, salvation comes. So you're welcome to do that right now if you don't know. Those guys that didn't have, do you want to just share?
with this amazing couple, Alan and Kimberly. You guys are welcome to share there. The guys at the back, did you get enough? Are you guys sorted at the back? Anyone else that's lacking? We're going to break bread and then we're going to close off there and do some brabrekis and fellowship. So Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As we break together like this. Um, as we remember your body and your blood. We love you, God. We love what you're doing. In your own time, you're welcome to Hue. So, um, something that relates to this, and you know, you just can't make this stuff up, how God is just intertwined in, in everything that He's created. And some of you may know this, but um, it's, it popped up on Facebook today, and it was just, I think, Fleur actually liked it or posted it, but it was, it says this, it says, a rattlesnake bit one of my sheep in the face about a week ago. The deadliest snake that lives around here. The sheep face, uh, the sheep's face swelled up and hurt her terribly, but the old rattlesnake didn't know the kind of blood that flows through the sheep. Anti-venom is the most, is most often made from sheep's blood. The sheep swelled for about two days and the blood of the lamb destroyed the venom of the serpent. I was worried, but the sheep didn't care. She kept on eating, kept on drinking, and kept on climbing because she knew she was all right. Often the serpents of this life will reach out and bite us. They inject their poison into us and they cannot overcome the blood of the lamb of God that washes away the sin of the world and the sting of death. Do not worry about the serpent or his bite. Just make sure that the lamb's blood is flowing through your veins. So if you haven't done it, you're welcome to break bread. and Just lack of that in groups. and It's very, very cool. Oh, what a special moment. <laughs> this evening's been so lacquer. Um, I don't know if the guys are in the back already. I'm hoping so, like with our barabarikis and stuff. But um, I think we should land there. I think um, 
What a lacquer. Yeah, man, I love you guys. It's so cool to be a part of a congregation with so many amazing people. Um, I was going to say something. I've totally forgotten now. Uh, anyways. Amen. <laughs> um, we're, we're a little bit early, which is great. Um, so if you can hang around and meet someone new. and I've got a word for you guys, though. Just don't know what it is yet. It's so awkward. I was like, um, maybe I should just give you the word. We'll try to give you a word first. Um, Jethro and, oh man, your name. Lela. Lela. Nella. So good. Um, um, oh, I don't know. God, the Lord does this sometimes. He's like, hey, speak on that. Speak over those people and then doesn't give me the word. It's awkward. The, the, the thing that um, is coming to mind a lot is remember in uh, the book of Isaiah where the, um, the widow runs out of oil and then the prophet comes to her and just hey go get all the oil cans that you can and this, the oil just doesn't stop until there were no more jars left I really, I'm really feeling like, like you might be feeling quite insignificant coming into such a big movement of churches and stuff and happening and and I really feel like God's put oil in you guys as a couple. Like, but it's not, it's, it's forever, if that makes sense. It's, it's unending, and you're in the perfect place, in His perfect timing, and you aren't insignificant. You're actually what we need as Josh Jen. <laughs> and I really feel like He's going to um, strengthen your legs. I feel like He's going to give you um, a louder voice because you guys are so humble. <laughs> And you're so loving and you so want to honor him that that oil is just going to pour out of you. And you're going to be going, God, where's this life coming from? Where's this oil come from? Where's the salvations come from? Where's the baptisms come from? Where the healings come from? And it's just going to be purely because of your surrendered heart to him as a couple. And so hopefully that makes sense. I, I, I'm trying to hear the Lord. I, want, I feel like he wants to encourage you guys to, tonight. Um, and I've seen you from afar and I like what I see really lovely couple um, so I don't know if that means anything to you huh? and don't give up don't allow the enemy to come and rob what God has done and what he wants to do and it's uh, just lack it to have you part of our family man and so I don't know if we could pray for you quickly before we um, oh, thank you Lord thank you Lord for this amazing couple Lord, thank you for their hearts just that are so open to you, Lord, so ready to serve wherever and whenever. And Lord, I also want to just pray um, that you give them the desires of their hearts, Lord. Your word says that if we abide in you and you abide in us, we can ask anything and it will be given. And Lord, we want to pray over them and just say, Lord, they, their hearts that long after the kingdom, those parts of the kingdom that they are searching for, that are asking for, that they're contending for. Lord, we want to ask that you'll be gracious to them and just and give it to them, Father God. Lord, we'll see much fruit over them and over the people that they are serving and leading. And Lord, you'll protect their hearts and their minds. And Lord, that, yeah, that you just the discerning, discernment that they have, Lord, will just be so much greater and so much stronger in this new season as they walk into something new and something fresh. And Lord, that your love will just flow over them daily, Lord. When they wake up in the morning, they're, they're, like, your, like your word says, your mercies are new daily. Lord, that they just feel that flood of your love and your mercies and your grace daily, Lord. And that you'll fill them with wisdom, God, beyond theirs. Wisdom that they don't know where it comes from except from heaven. Thank you, Lord. Amazing, King. Yeah, amazing. So um, this this week, I was reading through the Old Testament, and the Lord brought a remembrance of uh, the story of Moses. And I feel this is for you guys. Um, and they'd been led out of the out of Egypt, and they were going through the wilderness. And uh, God called Moses up to the mountain. He, just, he met with the Lord, and He was giving them the Ten Commandments and all the rest. And and during that time, the the, the people were grumbling, and they were saying. You know, Aaron, they called to Aaron and they said, where's Moses? He's been gone so long. You know, uh, has God forsaken us? And, and so they spoke to Aaron. Aaron said, get, get all the gold from your ears and all your jewelry and, and, and we'll build an idol and a calf. 
and they did. And while Moses was up in the mountain, um, God said, the people are turning away from me back to idols. And they, and and God actually said to, to Moses, I've had enough. I'm going to destroy these people. I'm going to wipe them out. Um, and the amazing thing is that Moses reminded God of the promises that he had made to Abraham many, many years ago and said, but Lord, you promised to give the promised land to these people. And, um, and he petitioned God. He said, God, please remember what you, you promised. And then it says God changed his mind. He actually changed his mind. A man petitioned God and, and, and God changed his mind. He says, okay, I won't destroy the people. And I, I felt the Lord saying that you, in this time of ministry, you possibly can have a people that will turn back many times to the world and to the things that keep pulling them back. And there's that part that God says, there's, you're going to be able to change God's mind about people as you pray and you petition for God to say, Lord, one more day, one more week, one more, just God, change. Whether it's through deliverance and through the enemy and people just being rebellious, God is going to say, as you petition me, I will change my mind about people that are under your care. As you petition me for them, I will turn their hearts around and then no longer no longer go back to the things that were idols in their lives or drew their attention but you're going to cause them both of you to focus back on me but as as you petition me i will change my mind about certain people so bless you guys remember that just got a photo the brow brick is look amazing well done to glenn and the oaks in the back there we love you man so guys, thank you for coming. Lucky to have you guys. There's someone waiting at the door there. I don't know if we should maybe open up for Justin. Shame. I don't know how long he's been there. That's awkward. And friends. Sorry about that, guys. Anyways, love you guys. Please fellowship if you can. Um, free bribe break is at the back. Support the coffee. Wesley's on coffee, so make him work hard. Hey, bud. <laughs> Not impressed with dad. Anyways, love you guys. Have a lucky week. We'll see you Wednesday. We'll send out a reminder.